Okay, and uh, you can start whenever you want. Oh, look, it says we're recording. Do you know what episode this is? Ooh, no. I have no idea. <laughs> it's fine. I'll figure it out later. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode something of the Nerd Herders podcast, Over Your Beer's number one movie podcast. My name is Rich. And I'm Nick. Hey, there's no applause thing. We're back. Right it's it's been a while. It's been. Yeah, it really has been a while. How, when's the last time we did this? Uh, maybe we did one in March. Hmm. But otherwise, it was definitely February. Yeah. So we should say right from the top that, uh, as everybody knows, everybody's on quarantine, um, or you should be if you can. And so this might not sound as good because we're not together. We might yeah. talk over each other more than usual, maybe. Hmm. Um, Hard to do. But we wanted to put something out there. We wanted to keep doing it. So, uh, so this is what you get. Maybe it sounds better. Who knows? We'll see. It's true. It could. Yeah. So that was my little public service announcement. Cool. So don't get pissed at us when this sounds okay. Yeah. We're making we're making things happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh look, I got a so we talked about the Google Drive thing. I just got a notification on my phone that says that you shared an audio file with me. Good. So in theory, hopefully you'll be able to put that audio file and you can edit it or whatever. And then So was that the it. test one that you just did, or is that this one that we're doing right now? It was the test one. Okay. All right, cool. Sweet. All right. So what are we going to do today? Well, we've been talking about doing our best of the decade for ever. Mm -hmm. So we can do that. Have you, have you been, before getting that, have you been watching anything? I mean, that's all that I've been doing. <laughs> um, my daily routine right now is I get paid to sit at home, not work from home. I get paid to not be at work, thankfully, uh, which is good, but it's very boring. Um, sure. I basically go on runs and walks and then I read, I've, I've, I've been reading like a book every two days essentially. And then wow. I watch movies. Um, I have not gotten into the whole Tiger King thing. We have um, not either. I haven't gotten, I'm not watching any TV shows cause I've just been kind of enjoying watching movies. Sure. So it would, I've, I've, done nothing but watch movies so i don't even see the point in highlighting what i've seen <laughs> i've done i've done a lot of movies and a lot of animal crossing oh yeah, yeah that's true too have been playing animal crossing uh, i have found i don't really have an ability to play while i'm watching something hmm. it doesn't see, work I, it distracts I, me too much so. i only do it well if it's something that like i've seen before like if i'm re-watching something that i'm like just throwing something on the background yeah that's fair um yeah i've mostly been watching unless it's something that dana will will watch mm -hmm. like we watched the back to the future trilogy she had never seen that but for the most part i've been trying to watch stuff that either i haven't seen in a long time or i haven't seen at all sure so far but i'm starting to get like uh let me just rewatch the matrix trilogy or let me watch the lord of the rings trilogy or I don't know. So I'm getting into that mode where I'm like, now let I've, I watched a bunch of new shit. Now let me see the stuff that I really like. See, I'm on the flip side of that because of 
Animal Crossing. I'm like, I want to watch something, but I want to also play this. So I just have to throw something on I've seen before or recently or multiple times. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I really need to watch all this other stuff that I've been meaning to get to. Mm -hmm. But haven't. Yeah. I mean, thank God Animal Crossing came out when it did. Um, we, I, I would assume by now you've, you've probably finished like everything, right? I mean, define everything. I don't know. Like, isn't there like certain story elements in a way, story elements, or does it just keep going on and on? Like, just kind of like, are going. they still assigning you stuff to do? Or are you just like, now you're just like doing stuff? Yeah. Like there's, there's still things on my house I can upgrade. And I just got the able sisters in my shop in my town. And now okay. it's building to like trying not, to get like a, a person in there and and now we have the event yeah so yeah so that's been fun and it's definitely dana likes it so that's good because i think she was really going crazy because i don't let her go anywhere <laughs> not even to the <laughs> sure. store because you know she's pregnant um so she has literally not been able to leave the house and uh she was going crazy but animal crossing kind of saved that and I figure we, we at least have a couple more weeks until that gets stale, maybe. So that so that was her in my town then that day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I was like, oh, Nick's on, and like, I think you and I texted, and then all of a sudden she's like, it's Dana. So I thought she had just like taken over to say hi. I didn't realize she was actually the one. No, playing. no, she she's been playing it honestly more than I have. Mm. Yeah. So. But yeah, I watched a lot of stuff. I don't know. Cool. No, nothing, nothing too specific to, to shout out. I don't think. Sure. Same. So do you want to do our decades? I think and we should. April, starting in April, we can do our decade. Yeah. The last. Yeah. So this is going to be what we consider to be the best movies uh, of between 2010 and 2019. So my list is on my phone. Yes. So as I move this, can you still hear me? Like if I'm doing this, are you able to hear me? Yeah. You're okay. just frozen. And if, but you could, yeah, it, it picks okay. a perfect moment to freeze you. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so. I can definitely still hear you. Okay, cool. So how do you want to do it? Um, I don't have mine in any specific order. Okay. So, I mean, do you? My, mine are not. I wouldn't say they're in a specific order. I think I, I have the one movie that, it, like, I'm ready to say is like the number one movie. But okay. Other than that, no, they're not in a specific order. Okay. So you want to just go back and forth? Sure. It'll be interesting to see how many movies we have. I'm going to keep a tally. So between okay. the two of us, will there be 20 movies? I doubt it. Will there be 15 movies? Maybe. I could see, looking at my list, at least four movies that I'll probably will share. So we're going to say there's like 16 movies probably? Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. All right. You, you go ahead and you go first. What's your first movie you want to highlight from the last decade? Uh, the first one I'll talk about is The Witch. Oh, still haven't seen it. Robert Eggers? Yeah, I know. Just did the lighthouse. He's got a Viking movie he's working on. 
Uh, we've talked a lot about it on this show already. I think we did it on, I know we listed it on our top five, like directorial debuts. Um, something else I put it on too that, and you're like, ah, I haven't seen it. Are you gonna, are you, so now, we just started this, uh, that Google Drive you sent me, mm-hmm. that spreadsheet. Yes. If I add the witch to that, will you get to it? Um, uh, there's a higher likelihood that I will. Okay. I want to watch movies that are predominantly on that list, I guess. Okay. Um, so this is like a shared list that we have between a few people. I said share it out to whoever you want. We could share it out to everyone. It, like it really doesn't matter. <laughs> like sure. You know, if other people want to see this, it's just movies and where they are currently streaming. Um, now streaming for free, right? Uh, yes and no. I mean, okay. Like pretty much every movie you can rent on like Apple yeah. or, or you know Amazon or whatever. But I don't know. There's so okay. many options. It will take a couple months of this quarantine for me to start paying for things because there's so much that I want to watch that I already am paying for. Sure. Um, but yeah, The Witch. I'm not surprised that that's on there. Did now did his other movie make the list? It the did not. Okay, but the lighthouse currently streaming on Prime. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's just started like this week. It started streaming. Yeah, so I did see that. I did like the lighthouse, which increases the likelihood that I will watch the witch. Cool. So the first movie I'm going to talk about is a little movie called Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm, not on my list well documented movie um i think that it is at least the second best action movie of the decade sure um yeah i would say without a doubt i mean obviously the other one is probably going to pop up on both of our lists i would imagine um but yeah so I, i we've talked about that movie so much that I don't even know what else we would say. Cool. So the next one I've got then is your next, which I know you are not the biggest fan of. I'm not. Um, and, and I recognize that it may not be in the same like echelon as some of these other movies we're talking about today, but I found myself revisiting it so much and it has become such like a go-to movie for me for like airplane or October or whatever that I was like, yeah, like I, I would include this of like the 10 favorite things just as how much I've, I've spent rewatching it. Yeah. I mean, I wish that it connected with me on that level. Uh, maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe this October I will. Um, it just, it, I don't know, just something about it just didn't quite work when I, when I saw it. Mm. But um, that is also how I viewed this list. I did put the 10 movies uh, that I both think are among the best, but also that I would like, without a doubt, put in at any time. Sure. Um, you know, there are movies that I definitely think are better pieces of art and everything like that, that are not in the 10, just because I I don't prefer them over the 10 that I am going to say. So it sounds like you kind of went the same route. 
Uh, and that is why my next movie is one of two animated movies on this list. Um, but uh, it's, it's from way back at the start of the decade, 2010's How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. The original, the OG. Um, it's an amazing movie. I, I really love the whole trilogy, uh, especially one and two. Have you watched the third one yet? No, I don't think I've, I'm not sure I've even seen the second one. Jesus. Uh, I have no idea where, if, when, or if the second one is streaming, but I know the third, the third one is on Hulu for sure. What happened in the second one? His mother. Mm. Isn't it the picture? Yeah, I don't remember. There's a, there's a slight chance I've seen it, but I don't think so. I think I've only seen the first one. Okay. Uh, I just love the first one so much. I love the score. I love the story. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of that classic, like, boy and his friend dynamic that we've seen executed so well in a lot of Spielberg work, like E.T., even the first Transformers, uh, but also, of course, the Iron Giant. There's a lot of similarities to other things, um, sure. but I just, I love it so much. The action scenes are excellent. The voice works great. Uh, really, really, really strong movie. Definitely the best DreamWorks animated movie, like by far. It's mm-hmm. not even close, um, in my opinion. So, How to Train Your Dragon is my next one. Remember, remember when DreamWorks used to be like meant something? I know. Sad. Really, is sad. Yeah. Now uh, they've they've been part of like four different movie studios now, and that's true. What was mess. was was that abominable? Was that theirs that just came out or is that Sony? Um, abominable. I don't remember. I, there's like two, there's like two Yeti cartoons, right? There was small foot. Small, mm-hmm. small foot is like Sony or big sky or something. And abominable okay. is DreamWorks. Okay. Yeah. But like, didn't even see it. No, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the last like DreamWorks thing I saw was probably like Monsters vs. Aliens or something. That was in like 2008. <laughs> uh, when was the third Shrek? I didn't see the fourth Shrek movie. I didn't see... When did the first time... Oh, so the first time I trained Dragon I would have seen. So, Wow. That's crazy. I mean, but that's the, I mean, that's why they're not even remotely on Pixar's level. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... I can't imagine not seeing a Pixar movie in theaters. Uh, and I probably have not seen 15 DreamWorks movies easy. Were you able to get to uh, Onward before yeah. all this happened? Okay. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it, it was good. good. It was good. Uh, I would, it kind of, it's on Disney Plus on Friday. I would definitely nice. watch it. I'll, I'll probably check it out again, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I think it, it fits great. right for me in that like middle of the road Pixar. Like it's it's solid. It's well done. Yeah, absolutely. But. All right. So currently we have four different movies. Cool. And we were about to have another different one because I know this is not on your list because I know you haven't seen it yet. Uh, and that's Midsommar. Yeah, now streaming on Prime. Maybe you'll get to it. Maybe you won't. We'll see. Um, this is the only Ari Aster film I decided to put on the list. I was only going to choose one. Um, and I think I do give the edge to this. I feel like the, the tone of this is a little more consistent 
front to back, whereas like Hereditary does have that shift towards the end, which I which I really love. But I think this one just works a little bit better for me. Um, and like I saw it in theaters, and then it's two and a half hours, and then the three hour cut came out in theaters, and we went and saw it at like a ten o'clock, and then like two days later, I was like no, I really want to go see that again. And went to like another 10 o'clock screening for a three hour movie. Wow. It just seems unnecessary, the length. (laughs) I mean. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's that long though. I'll be the judge of that. Maybe. Um, Right. Is it, is it two, is it, it's either two to two and a half or two and a half to three. I have no idea. (laughs) It's two eighteen, then it adds like another thirty minutes. Okay. So it's eighteen is a little bit more reasonable. But I don't know. See, that's just one of those where it's just I just don't know if it's my taste. Sure. (laughs) I mean I I get that. But I don't know. You know, I just I I watched Hereditary. Um Mm -hmm. I didn't love it. (laughs) No, I know. So we'll see. Um, okay, my next one. Uh, this one surprised even me. Um, okay. It was undeniable. Uh, I watched it. I've now watched it twice um, since. I've seen the movie three times, but I've watched it twice in the last two months. And that is Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Wow. Yeah. I, I, like, I can't tell you how much of a 180 – I did on this movie when I watched it the second time, because I think one of the very first things that we ever did was talk about what interstellar. Yeah. And you were like, no, like it's not. Yeah. No, I was like, fuck that movie. Um, I was so unimpressed with it when I saw it in theaters and um, the, when I watched it probably in February, I remember it was like the thing that I was going to talk about if we had recorded when we were supposed to. Mm. <laughs> uh, was that I had oh yeah, yeah, yeah um and uh I mean it just it just wrecked me I mean the movie amazing like just complete change on how I viewed it and mm-hmm. a lot of that I feel like maybe part of why a lot of the emotional side of it connected with me more was possibly because you know kid on the way but like some sure. of some of the moments like with McConaughey and the kids like three different times in the movie, I was just like bawling my eyes out this time. Whereas the first time I just had like no emotional connection to any of it. And that's kind of how I felt the first time too. I was like, yes, some of this stuff is cool, but like the, like the ideas in it were cool, but the movie itself just didn't do much for me. So maybe I should give it another go. I, I honestly, like, I couldn't recommend it more. And it was like, so in my head that like three weeks later, I was like, I got to watch it again. Like, like I just have to, and like, I could see myself watching it several more times. Um, it's so incredibly well-made. Uh, the acting is all fantastic and the score, like, I mean, the, the score has been something that I've been listening to when I read for years. Um, that's like the one thing that like hit with me from the movie, but it's just, it's just on another level. Um, I think that in some ways I think it might be, his best movie at this point. Like, I, I don't think he's, he's made a movie that 
operates on anything close to this type of emotional level. And that's what's kind of missing from Nolan's movies is sure. You know, that's if he gets one criticism, well, he gets like two criticisms. They, they feel kind of sterile a lot of the times. And then like his depiction of women is also a thing. But I think like the Murph character in this is like a very well-developed female character. The Anne Hathaway character still kind of whatever, but. Hmm. So are you, are you leaning to put it over Dark Knight then? Well, I think that it might be a better movie. I would okay. never, I would never say that it, I prefer it like favorite wise. Gotcha. Like I would still pop in Dark Knight, um, but that has that built in like fanboy aspect. Uh, I will always admit, even if I were to say that you know Dark Knight is the best movie ever made, which I'm not, um, <laughs> but or my favorite movie ever made. Like I've always said, even from like walking out of the first screening, yeah, the last like thirty minutes is a little, it's a little sure. Wet. Like, like the stuff with the, the ferry boats has always seemed kind of like, eh. and like the Morgan Freeman walking him through, like, there's just something about those. It's just like, hey, you don't totally nail the end of this thing, but mm. um, yeah. So I was surprised, but it had to go on the list. Uh, Interstellar. Cool. So that's awesome. six different movies so far. Uh, this next one could be on your list, but I don't know if it will be. Um, it's her just missed just missed it um we've talked about this one this has come up on a number of our lists yeah decade lists and stuff um great movie great movie great walking performance great scar performance still still gets me every time still really emotionally impactful yeah um still a bummer he hasn't made another movie well, we do get a new Spike Jones movie this month. Oh, well, Beastie I Boys was, documentary, but we were supposed to get it in IMAX this month, and then yeah, I know it's lame. Um, un, can so unclear. How can you get like? Can you only watch this thing if you have Apple TV? Or I think can, so. Oh my god! I okay, think it's well, an Apple app, one of the Apple TV exclusives. I think I'm not a hundred percent on it. But I thought that was the, it was like, hey, it's going to be an IMAX for like a week. And then after that, it's going to be like a Apple TV movie. Well, if anything, that'll be my time. I will get Apple TV, the trial. I will watch that. And I will maybe watch all of the morning show because I've been intrigued by the mm. different, some people saying it's great. Some people saying it's awful. I, I really yeah. want to see. Um, Has there been any word on that Shyamalan show that like came out right when? Like nobody talked about that. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if you heard yeah. anything. No. And there's I know there's a new show with Chris Evans, too. Hmm. He's a lawyer. He's something. Yeah, I, I think know. he plays the lawyer from Just Mercy, the Michael B. Jordan character. He's blackface. I oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it's a strange turn, but you know. Yeah, you know. He figured if Iron Man could do it, he could, too. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. So that was, what movie did you just say? I did Her. Her, yes, Her. Uh, okay, my number seven is uh, Steve Jobs, a movie that you have not seen. So not on my list. Maybe I'll watch it soon. I watched it again last night. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it's just, every time I watch it, that movie just feels better and better and better. And I think it's a damn crime that Leo beat him, Fassbender. Uh, I'm happy Leonardo DiCaprio has an Oscar, but like, it is unbelievable, the performance that Fassbender gives in this movie. Um, Sure. He literally is in every single scene and he never shuts up because it's Aaron Sorkin dialogue. Mm-hmm. And just the structure of this movie, um, I always forget, like, as I'm about to watch it, like, oh, yeah, that's how this movie's structured. And then I watch it and I'm like, damn, that's so genius. And, like, it, it's so unique. It, it does feel like it would be perfect for stage. Um, but it's just, it's so good. And it reminds me that Danny Boyle can be like a visually interesting filmmaker. Uh, Cause like we watched yesterday a few days ago. Um, honestly, that movie is like perfectly enjoyable, but like any, anyone could have made that movie. It's so generic. And this one, like, you know, it's primarily there are three scenes in the movie, basically it's a three scene movie. Um, and each one is filmed using different film, um, you know, there's like digital for one of them and there's like you know like 16 millimeter or something totally different is used um for like the earliest parts and it's just really 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 good and all the supporting performances kate winslet seth rogan jeff daniels they're all fantastic uh michael stuhlbarg as well um you really need to watch this movie like it's it's so good I can see it. It's sitting, it's sitting right there. You got it right there, or you could just hit play. It's on Netflix. Uh, I feel like see, a lot. Of- I've had, I've had the Blu-ray for so long. I feel like I have to watch the Blu-ray. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, but a lot of people slept on it, and I just, I just love it so much. So, Steve Jobs. Cool. My next one is. Uh, the Nice Guys. Great movie. Uh, this is one that's grown on me a lot. Um, and this has come up, I think, in a couple of other... We had it in our bracket. We did a couple of other things. Like, I saw it in the theaters, and it was like, I was like, yeah, like that was really good. And the more I've watched it over and over, like, it's just so... Like, everything about that movie is just perfect. Yeah. The two of them are great. I really wish we'd get a sequel. I wish we got more of like that fun kind of goofy gosling. Yeah. We haven't really seen much of that in a while. No, no. And honestly, we haven't seen him in a couple of years. Right. Sure. Um, He was obviously in first man, uh, but that was like two years ago now. Um, And I feel like just, you know, kind of the crazy thing of, well, not the crazy thing. There's a lot more crazy mm. things going on. But one of the crazy things is like how this is going to delay the existence of a lot of things. Like obviously movies sure. that we want to see that we're supposed to come out now are not coming out now. They're coming out later. But like things that were going to get made are not going to get made anytime soon. Mm. And then maybe things fall apart. Maybe interest falls through, funding falls yeah. through. Maybe movies that were going to happen just don't even happen now. Um, like, you know, Scorsese was about to film that new movie with Leo. Mm. And now after this, what if that just never happens now? What if like this goes on so long that like 
we don't get another Scorsese movie. Like, you know, like that's crazy well, to think, but studios could be going, well, we lost too much money during this. So we, now we get a, un, we got to cancel this project and that project. And hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, so it's going to be really, really strange to see what the fallout is. Uh, but I think, I don't know how we got to that point, but, um, <laughs> What I was going to say is like a sequel from Warner Brothers to the nice guys seems impossible, but I sure. could totally see Netflix funding a sequel to it, you know, if that would be allowed. Um, yeah. But uh, I would love a sequel as well. Or they do like, he makes a buddy cop movie with the two of them that's not the nice guys, but basically is the nice guys. I mean, that'd like, be we're not going to call up the nice guys, we're just. I mean, that would honestly be fine because as much as I love that movie and watch that movie, like they aren't like, they're not Riggs and Murtaugh, you know, like they're yeah. not like, I, I've probably watched that movie like four or five times now. I don't even know their names. Like, so like they could just be different names and it wouldn't be like, well, that messes with the canon. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, my next movie is in some ways has like a similar vibe. In, okay. in other ways it doesn't but it's once upon a time in hollywood mm. not on my list not didn't make the list huh just just outside of it it's just i mean i think of all of if you collected every movie that came out that decade i can't imagine 10 movies 10 different movies other than once upon a time in hollywood that when all is said and done i won't have watched more uh sure. you know if that's and that's kind of what i like like we said earlier i really based it on like what can i see myself watching over and over and over again for the rest of my life um from this past decade and that's definitely one of them so yeah great movie we we talked so much about it last year i don't think we really need to say much more again just just off my list um my next one is another Gosling movie, which could be, I could see being on your list, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's Drive. Mm. It's not. It's not, man. Look, so far, look at us. So All far, we have movies, so 11 far. different movies. <laughs> um, another one we've talked about a lot. This one, just it, it just oozes style. Gosling's great. The music's great. Um, it's just, it's it it just oozes cool. It really does. Um, yeah, it's it's a great movie. It, you know, I had like a short list here. Of, you know, like got it down to like twenty five, and it was on yeah. there. Like it was on there as a potential one. Uh, just just missed the cut. It's a great movie. And that's a, that's another one for me that like I've returned to just over and over again. Yeah, like hits that spot for me. I especially feel like the first half of the decade, it was a constant rewatch for me, and the second half, I probably haven't watched it in a few years, honestly. Um, and I don't know if it's the situation where it's like maybe I just watched it too much, or sure. if it's a situation where it's just like honestly, partly what it might be is he made other movies, Gosling that. Mm became those rewatches and it was like if i needed a ryan gosling fix i sure. started watching those um such as my next choice which is we'll keep the gosling train going um, right. la la land nice 
is my next one. On my short list, didn't make it. That's fair. But love um, this movie. I tried to keep it to one film per filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really did debate which Damien Chazelle movie to put on. Uh, honestly, I recently rewatched Whiplash. It was a contender. Uh, First Man was a contender. But La La Land, at the end of the day, I think so far, he's, you know, I know he has a couple other, like, smaller movies, but in terms of, like, big studio releases, he's yeah. two three. Um, but I think of the three, it's his masterpiece. Um, it's just, it's such a rewatchable movie. It's incredibly rewatchable. And both of those leads are so, so great in it. It's fantastic. Gosling, and that's just kind of shows his range. Like he's so different in La La Land to drive to uh, the nice guys. Like he's so different in all three of those. And I, I think that's why we chose him, right? For yeah. being the actor of the decade. And he may or may not show up in at least one other movie on our, on at least one of our lists. So, um, so we'll see, but yeah, La La Land, cool. definitely. Great. Love it. Uh, my next one is, uh, one of two animated movies I have on this list. And this one is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Awesome. Make your list. Yeah, of course. All right. Of course. It's definitely on my list, so that'll be the next one that we can both talk about. We're on the we're on the same page on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so why why is it on your list? I mean, this is another one we've talked about just so much. Like, yeah. it just top to bottom, this movie is it's incredibly rewatchable. It's the animation. It's one of those like kind of game changing animation styles. Um, we'd never seen anything like it. Like it genuinely feels like a comic book kind of life. And I know we said we've probably said that a lot over the years of different movies. Like, oh man, they did this, and look what they did with Civil War, and it feels like the the, the airport scene is like a comic book come to life, and all this. And the I remember when the first Hulk, which I know is hit and miss with some people, but that at the time was like, look at the way they use panels and it's a comic book. Like this genuinely feels like a moving comic book. Yeah. Unlike any other movie. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and it's just, it's just the, the characters are so dense and great. It's funny. The action's awesome. The music's awesome, obviously. Um, it's so good. Uh, some of the voice work in it, I think, you know, is just next level. Like Jake Johnson is so perfect (laughs) as Peter Parker, Peter B. Mm -hmm. Parker. Um, but I'm everybody in it. it, It's, it, it's undeniable how great that movie is. Uh, even that so many people that don't even normally watch cartoons think it's a great movie. Um, it's it's next level. It really is. I I really hope that the sequel is able to capture, you know, fifty percent of what made this movie so great, sure. at least. Um, but I I don't even know like what kind of expectations we're we're gonna throw on that movie. Like, it's yeah, like how so, do you? It's gonna be so unfair. <laughs> how do you keep yourself in check with something like that? Like, I, half of me is like. 
I need a sequel right now. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And the other half is like, maybe you should just leave it be. And yeah. Especially because like, you know, I think of not that they directed it, but like they were so heavily involved, you know, Phil Lord, Chris Miller, like how excellent the Lego movie was and how forgettable the Lego movie part two is. Like, I just don't want that situation again. Um, they weren't how involved in like a movie two were they though screenplay mm. they were involved with the screenplay and stuff um okay. so i don't know you know but then oh. but then jump street one to two is is good so but see that's the thing like i feel like jump street you know that's that's a genre that is well proven to like sustain sequels whereas sure. like the lego movie was that was the idea like there was no second idea that was ever going to be so good and i kind of worry about that with spider-verse where it was like like the level of heart and like things that made this movie good beyond being just a superhero movie like Mm -hmm. was that a one-time thing sure you know it was the origin story it was all these other things like can you can you nail the story and i hope they can um yeah but uh it's such a great movie. Uh, so that was both of our next ones. So you want to go again? Sure, I can. Um, my next one is another, the other animated movie on my list is a little movie you finally watched called Your Name. It was good. It's a <laughs> <laughs> um, Japanese animated movie from 16, I believe. Um, I've anytime trying to describe it, like I've always tried to really avoid parts of it just because it does get spoilery, but um, it's just one of those movies. that's so like for me, so emotionally like striking and even like rewatching it before we did our bracket. I was like, it's on the bracket. Let me rewatch it. Let me see if it, if it still hits me the same way. And I'm pretty sure I, cried more that time than I had any previous time seeing it. Like it's still just, it wrecks me. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have always stood by that. <laughs> uh, I planted that flag and that's a hill I will die on. Is that movie? Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely, I understand why, and you're definitely not alone. Like this movie gets like sure. huge amounts of praise. No, um, so yeah, if you haven't checked out your name, you know, definitely give it a go. I, I would hope if you listen to this that you have given it a chance. Like the movies that we're super passionate about, like if you haven't seen them, like check them out. Cause why would you even listen to this? If you, I don't know, like if you can't take us, that's why it's like, ah, I should just watch Midsommar cause you love it. But like, like there's some movies like, like Midsommar or like, you know, I got you to watch Neon Demon where I'm like, I love these movies and I know these movies aren't for everybody. Where something like a, your name, I'm like, people I know that are not into anime or at all are like in love with this movie. Like it's, it's a pretty accessible movie for anybody. Yep. No, definitely. I would, I would definitely agree. It was one of the more accessible movies you've had me watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. My next one is possibly the best movie of the decade. Um, as we've said before, there's an argument for it. It is the social network. Another Aaron Sorkin movie, of course. On Um, my list as well. Nice. It's just, it's, 
there are only like three movies and I would say Spider-Verse is one of them, but there are three movies from this past decade that I would say personally, I think are just completely perfect movies. Like there's nothing that I would change. There's no scenario where a better actor could have been picked or a better director could have been involved or anything. And this is one of them. Like they're at top to bottom from Fincher to you know, the, the lowest ranked PA on the set. Like they just nailed every aspect of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's truly perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, everything you said, I remember like, it's one of those movies that like, I still remember the the discussions beforehand and we're like, what the, why is he doing a Facebook movie? Like what? And then like just that opening scene of of him and Rooney Mara just going back and forth and you instantly are like that scene alone is incredible and you that's know why, you're like that in is good why hands. you should watch Steve Jobs <laughs> like <laughs> that's Aaron Sorkin like yeah you know but but yeah I mean like from it is it's an amazing opening scene to a movie um and it is just two people talking <laughs> uh and it just continues from there. Like, it's just, it's so good. It shouldn't be good. Uh, you know, it's, it's a movie about Facebook. Like that's dumb, you know, like that's yeah. how people, like you would never think that that would be like super interesting, especially at that point. Like, cause they were still so young. It was like, sure. You know, Facebook hasn't hadn't become anything. And that's why like, you know, kind of like our perception and our turn on Facebook in a lot of ways um, and maybe their role in like the election, like, like a sequel could genuinely be interesting. Um, yeah. but it's the human side of it and, the, and, and that makes it such an, an interesting provocative drama and then the backstabbing and all of this stuff. Mm. Um, it's, it's just so good. And it's, you know, I think that Fincher has made several movies that are great. I don't even know if I, I honestly, I don't think that this is his best movie and that's crazy. Like that's how good Fincher is. Like he is, he is unbelievable. Um, I, do you put, do you put Zodiac over this? I still put Zodiac over. I think Zodiac is like, just like the absolute peak of his powers. Um, but like, this is so close. Like, can you imagine like having like those two and fight club and seven and you know, like, his other movies too. Um, I've got like crumb or whatever the fuck it's called better come out this year. Oh yeah. Oh, um, what is it called? Is it mank? Mank. That's what yeah. it is. Crumb's the artist. Crumb's the other one. Yeah. Uh, mank. I, I don't know how much like post-production on some of these movies are affected by all this. Um, you would think if it's like, like at that point, it's mostly people working on computers. You would think you'd be able to keep some of that post stuff going, right? Unless you do reshoots and I, I don't know. I, yeah. like it just, is this whole year just going to be like just a write off? Like 2020 Probably. basically didn't happen. Probably. Like this is going to go to at least like August, September. I don't know why anyone thinks this is going to end in a month. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's so depressing. Uh, What's your next one? Uh, This is the last one, right? We are the last one. I have two more. 
Let me look at my list. Did I miscount? Did I leave one off? Mine are numbered, so I know that I started at number 10. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but I did, I let you go. It's possible that you only have one more and I have two. Yeah, I only have one more. Yeah. So why don't you do your one and then I assume we're, my last one is also on your list. Yeah. Okay, so mine is the final Gosling. So that gives us a total of four Goslings between the two of us. Okay. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Mm. It's just, just, just off my list. Like I've literally got my list and then the next two are La La Land and Blade Runner. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough call. Like the movies that were just off my list, and, and we can kind of go over some of those too, um, are such good movies. Uh, honestly, a couple that I'm surprised are not on yours, but uh, we'll get okay. to that. Um, right. uh, I Blade Runner 24, like everything, I've said it before, Blade Runner is a movie, the original, that for the at least the second half of my life until 2049 came out, I would routinely say is, you know, my favorite science fiction movie ever made. Um, you know, one of my favorite absolute all-time movies ever made. And like 2049 was so good that I'm like, yeah, it's better than Blade Runner. Like, <laughs> like it just is like, it, it's just, it's just a better movie. I just love it yeah. so much. Um, you know, I think that not for like the same reasons that, you know, some of the movies that, you were talking about are not for everyone. I don't think this is for everyone. No, I feel like some people would find it boring. Um, but uh, it, it just works on so many levels for me. Uh, it's and it's one of those movies, much like the next movie that we're about to talk about, that are why we need movie theaters. Um, yeah, and also uh, why like movies that I would love them to re-release like i just want re-releases of these movies in theaters and you know if if part of the fallout of this whole thing is i think there is going to be less movie theaters no matter what like there are some sure. chains that are not going to come back from this um but if part of the thing that comes out of this is only big movies are released in movie theaters which is something that a lot of people are prognosticating on then they're going to need something to fill the screens and fill the time in between those big movies. And so maybe we'll get more re-releases. Maybe we'll get more sure. like that. Like when, you know, it didn't happen because they were doing it too quick, but when China was going to reopen their movie theaters a week ago, like they were going to reopen them with Avatar, the four Avengers movies and some other huge plus like Chinese movies like those, that's what was like going to be released in them. And like, there was like going to be this whole thing where, if Avatar made enough, then it would repass uh, Endgame, which was going to be like this whole thing. Um, but like, maybe that's what we'll do. Like, maybe we'll just get like all these like cool movies again, which would be there was, fine with me. There was a thing I saw on Twitter the other day, and it was uh, it was the Alamo Draft House Twitter and one of the Scott Film Twitters. I don't remember which one. Might have been Scott Weinberg or one of them. But they were back and forth of like, you should do Mad Max Fury Road for your opening night once this is all over, once you guys like decide to open doors again. And they were like, hmm, that's a really good idea. We'll look at, maybe we'll look into that. So like, that's the kind of stuff to, Blade Runner would be a cool one. I just don't know how many people will. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hope, to see I, that. I hope that that movie gets like, you know, unfortunately it's going to become, it's either going to be sort of like literally only loved by some or it will become this like cult, like, oh, like that is, that is a masterpiece that people slept yeah. on, uh, which is what the original Blade Runner was too. <laughs> so like it took years for people to respect Blade Runner. And I think it will take mm-hmm. years for us to fully respect, not us because we do, but sure. for more people to really talk about Blade Runner uh, in that way. But our number one is obviously what? Mad Max Fury Road. Hell yeah. Which goes, which, which fits nicely with Social Network and Blade Runner in that these are movies that should not on paper like exist or have been good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and are somehow the greatest movies of the last decade. Yeah. I mean, it was a franchise that was recasting its star um, that hadn't had a movie at that point in over 20 years. Yeah. Um, And honestly, the third one is like, it's fun, but it's not great. Uh, Thunderdome. um, Like in all regards, this, this shouldn't have worked. And it's, truly the best action movie of the last decade and it's one of the best action movies period um full stop it's so so good um i i mean we've talked about it a lot in this show yeah it's it's a perfect movie i i rewatched i've been rewatching the mad max movies um mm-hmm. and so uh you know watching road warrior yes Two days ago, yesterday. What are what is time? I don't know. Um, it is but, Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know. I think I watched it on Monday. Uh, it's like that's a really great, great, great action movie. But like, I mean, it's honestly like it's one of the best action movies ever made, Mad Max Two. Um, but the whole time, I'm just like, but what if I was watching Fury Road though? <laughs> <laughs> like, like what if what if that was on instead? Wouldn't that be better? <laughs> like, like it it makes a lot of movies almost irrelevant to watch. Cause it's just like, but I could watch Fury road. Well, like I messaged you and Sarah the other day, uh, rewatchables wasn't just done edge of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, go ahead and throw that in. I'd gotten up early and popped it in. And the first thing that starts is the trailer for Fury road. And I'm like, you know, I could watch Fury Road instead of this. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it's, it's, like it it's just such a visual like feast it's like mm-hmm. it's perfect it's it's you know i still think it's like you could say social network you could say fury road and one of the two of the best movies of the decade but um, i don't know if you haven't somehow seen fury road like for christ's sake watch it <laughs> like even if you have no connection to mad max just you don't need it, it. Like, you really don't yeah. need it um regardless of what dana says it's a great movie. Um, so what are a couple other movies that like just lost, just missed your list? Um, so let's see. So right just off my list, I've got I like Lala Land and Blade Runner, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, Black Swan. That was a Scott tough Pilgrim one. Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. Um, Edge of Tomorrow and, and Fallout are down there. Young Adult, I Saw the Devil, Perks of Being a Wallflower, 
those are all kind of like just off my yeah um honestly kind of the same on a lot of those uh but the last couple um were like you said scott pilgrim was like number 11 for me mm. it was really tough to not have anything from edgar wright on the list sure. um but yeah edge of tomorrow and then Moneyball were like the three mm. those were the three that were just out in some ways i kind of left Moneyball out simply because i didn't want to have a third sorkin <laughs> okay it's kind of silly um i think that movie's close to perfect as well um and i need that, to watch that again it's, it's been a long time so, since i've seen it so good and as of tomorrow's like it's great like that's and rewatching we both rewatched it in the past week um but it really is up there with being you know one of the best action movies mm-hmm. what, like tom cruise man like tom cruise gosling like those are our guys <laughs> They're so good. Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, what are we going to do uh, in future episodes of the show now that there are no movies? Um, brackets? We can find st- <laughs> We can do brackets. Uh, we can do like... Like a, a... Remember we used to do stream it and we'd have to pick something? Or, or maybe just... Either we each pick something for the other two finally watch on streaming, or we just find something we have not seen yet on streaming, and mm-hmm. we just review that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, but this was pretty easy to do, and we'll assuming that yeah. the people are actually able to hear this and this works. Um, you know, I guess we could keep doing it. It's pretty easy. Yeah, we don't I'm have down. Else to do, so it's fair now anyway. Uh, cool, but we should probably end that because yeah. I, I also don't know how long this like lets you even do no, it. So no idea. We know nothing, um, so I'm gonna hit end. Um, should, I, should I wrap up first? <laughs>